This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey everybody, my name is Doug and I love movies. This is Doug Loves Movies. Coming to you from my place in Los Angeles on Tuesday, July 23rd, 2 Oceans 13. Since last I spoke, you listened. I flew back from Atlanta. The in-flight movie was The Late Quartet. Uh, pardon me. A Late Quartet. Which was a perfect plane movie. Kind of slow, but great performances by Chris Walken, Phil Hoffman, and Kathy Keener. Three actors that I shouldn't be calling... Chris, Phil, and Kathy. Uh, Monday night, we did a Benson movie interruption of The Great Gatsby at CineFamily with co-interrupters Tom Lennon, Nick Thune, and Zach Galifianakis, and I will play the shoddily recorded on my iPhone audio of the opening of that show in a memento. Uh, last yesterday, I did a... Um, Dining with Doug and Karen that is available to listen to now. 
Next Wednesday, July 31st, I'll be doing Doug Loves Movies at the Traverse City Film Festival with none other than Michael Moore, my dad, uh, chatting about movies and playing the Leonard Malton game. Uh, Pete Holmes will not be in, in attendance. Pittsburgh, I'm coming. Stand up August 3rd at 4.20 and the first ever Douglas Movies taping out of Pittsburgh on uh, Sunday, August 4th, also at 4.20. Both of those shows will be at the Improv out by the Stacks. And I'll be doing stand-up for the first time ever in Salem, Oregon at the Grand Theater on Thursday, August 8th. DouglasMovies.com is the place to go for all my dates and deets. But for now, let's go to the Cine family. And as always, Nazis are a shithead. Hey, everybody! Welcome to the Benson Interruption. I'm testing all the microphones. Uh, it's Monday. When is it? It's Monday... Uh, July 22nd, I don't know why I felt like I needed to bring up the date. Um, a few months ago, last May, I saw a motion picture that changed my life <laughs> called The Great Gatsby, where it changed my life because the entire time I was watching it, I was like, never again am I going to sit through a movie I should have just waited to interrupt. <laughs> like, why am I watching this in its entirety in a movie theater? when I could just wait a few months and then watch it with all my friends and see the family. Uh, did I say thank you, Hadrian? Did I say that? Um, I mean, I'm extra especially high tonight. Um, just, just to prepare for getting through this thing and, uh, and, and, and enjoying the process. And I'm a fan of Baz Luhrmann, don't get me wrong. Like, I like his Romeo and Juliet and I like Moulin Rouge. And, yeah, and I went to this with very high expectations and very high, and uh, and I just didn't, it just didn't, uh, it just didn't work out. And um, so tonight I invited some of my uh, favorite uh, comedians slash actors to participate in uh, not tearing down the movie as much as just commenting on it in a fun way for all of us to enjoy. Uh, please give a big, warm welcome to Nick Thune, Zach Galifianakis, and Tom Lennon. Take this and sit right there. Get one for, for Tom. And for uh, Cine family, you can, uh, you know, if you want to, if there's any more standby people that, or anybody that deserves it, we, I think we have room on this uh, last couch here, because none of my guests brought guests tonight. These are three on-the-make bachelors, apparently, <laughs> trying to get some Gatsby pussy. My kids are in the car. Your kids are in the car. <laughs> They're not going to like this movie as much as they are going to like just sitting in a car. That's exactly what I told them. I like your, you 
say the word exactly because it's got your name in the middle of it. I almost feel like he said it with leaving the T out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's uh, Zach Galifianakis, everybody. Thank you. Always comes dressed ready to play poker, and we're gonna just watch a movie. I don't know why you wear the old school poker visor. He leads a group of old ladies in Koreatown who walk around also. So that's right. This is my old busking hat. And that was uh, Tom Lennon, you guys. First time movie interrupter. Long time listener. Yeah, and Nick Thune, everybody. Uh, Let me just go through, starting with Nick, let's just discuss The Great Gatsby, like, uh, you and I discussed it on, uh, where were we talking about it when uh, I said you should come interrupt it with me? Oh, you brought... Yeah, for your podcast. For my podcast, yeah, as, your, as your prize, as your giveaway item. I brought it came out. Yeah, you brought a copy of it. Signed by Leo. By you signing it as Leo. <laughs> I think that's up for interpretation. Okay. And uh, so you have not seen this film? No. And are you are you excited about I've seen, it? I've seen reviews. But that was enough. No, I mean that I've waited for this moment. I think it got I think it got three percent on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> that's not true. Fifty or sixty percent. Wow! It's weird for a sold-out show how many uh, empty chairs I can see. Like, did people buy a ticket and then just go, "Oh, what did I do? <laughs> I didn't get a ticket to that." I heard there was a long standby line, so hopefully they're uh, getting folks in. Zach, have you seen it? No, I have not seen this movie. I did read the book uh, to my children in the car. Starting at seven this morning. Slow reader. Can I tell you a true horrible story? The thing that happened to me, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, it's not that bad, but it, at the time, it was the worst thing that ever happened to me. Mm -hmm. I was on a flight where a mother and son took turns, like, they were, they were like two miles away from me, two miles away from me. They Flying the plane? They took turns <laughs> reading Chronicles of Narnia. <laughs> to each other, like she'd read a chapter, then he'd read a chapter, then she'd read a chapter, and no amount of dirty looks would make them stop. It's fucking insane. Have you seen this movie, Tom? I, I have not seen this movie. I, I... Every one of you says the word Nazi when saying whether or not you've seen this movie. And I've heard that it has, like, the, the book had, had some anti-Semitism in it? Yes. Because, <laughs> like, yes, smiling, like, that's my favorite part of the book. Can you describe what the Family Friday beard swamp that's going on? Or is there any other uh, I don't think I borrow my beard last Thursday. Uh, he has to give it back. Yeah. Hangover four. <laughs> Nick is going to take your shit. He can have it. No, I think it's a flaw. Same time as my it's, it's not seen as a compliment. You try to do it funny. I just sold Beard Swap to BBC America. <laughs> oh, you all wrote the theme song already. <laughs> By the way, that's 49%. Uh, Beard Swap? <laughs> yes. yes, exactly right. <laughs> 
What kind of 49%? Uh, the, film, the future film that we're about to interrupt. Uh, right, today I got 49%. That's very high. I don't know if you've seen my work. I, I, I made a vow to my son that as soon as I hit a 49, dad could retire. But even adding up the last six movies I was in, I made a 30. Yeah, I think it should be called Weird Uncomfortable Gatsby, not Great Gatsby. 
because even when Leonardo DiCaprio is playing the part, he is a weird dude. Can I ask a, can I ask a question as a person who has not seen the feature film? Stop saying Nazi. <laughs> do, do we get a classic, and uh, this is a sort of a new DiCaprio thing, do we get one of these new crazy accents? Kind of. Kind of. So like, uh, what, what part of the world does this take place in? Long Island. Long Island, so he kind of tries to do a Long Island accent, I guess. Way, you've seen the movie and you have no idea it took place in Long Island. <laughs> I mean, I know there was water nearby. <laughs> And, uh, you know, just... I was just hoping, because in, in Shutter Island, he does the sort of the Pepperidge Farm Remembrance. <laughs> he was also in The Departed, I think. Pepperidge Farm. <laughs> He's willing to take on the accents. I don't know if I ever buy it, though, because it's always like, that's Leo's face making that noise. Yeah, but... <laughs> What I, mean, I, think it, that's I like him. I think he's charismatic enough that he can just play guys that just talk like him. He doesn't, he doesn't need to do an accent. Remind us for fun. What was the blood diamond accent? That was the uh, South African accent. If you can, yeah. Oh, I can't do it. Yeah. I can just say. I can do one word in Australian. Rachel. Makes him cocky, there's no room in his heart. 